everybody. Welcome to another episode of According to Fox. I am your host, A. Fox. I usually let my guests, you know, introduce themselves. And even though he's been on here before, but I just want to say welcome back to the hip-hop connoisseur, the purveyor of albums, music, genres, and styles, the CEO <laughs> of Kicks Addict, and not to mention Doreen's favorite, Sir. Welcome back. <laughs> Amber, thank you so much for that introduction. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Like, you know, I know you got a lot going on being that you're a rap artist now. And <laughs> you got all these, you know, downloads and streams. And um, if you haven't downloaded Doreen's Favorite, which is on all platforms, right? Yes, ma'am. I believe he's on Tidal as well. You know yes, how hard ma'am. it is? Yes, to ma'am. Get on Tidal? Yes, ma'am. I'm on Tidal. So that means you're an Illuminati now, right? That's what that means. <laughs> like, it's official. <laughs> Shit. He's <laughs> down with the Illuminati. Like, oh, that's the stuff. I personally yeah. know somebody with the click. I'm, yeah. I'm very happy for you, sir. The views expressed today are not by me. That is a host. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say that's what it sounds like. But thank you. Thank you for coming back for um, blessing us with your presence, sir. Oh, like no, I said. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Like I said, um, this guy, if it wasn't for this guy, you know, there would be no according to Fox. So thank you for being a mentor. You know, put me on the game every chance you get. People like you come far and few between. I really mean that in the most humblest way, you know. I feel like humblest is the word. But <laughs> if in the most humble way, I appreciate you for everything you have. You're very welcome. Back. You are very welcome. So now let's get into it, okay? Yes, ma'am. So first on the list, I want to say rest in peace to Suzanne Douglas, um, a very talented, beautiful actress. You know what? She wasn't in a lot of like she was in a lot of stuff, but she wasn't like all over the place. That's true. She was in important, important movies. Yeah, like she didn't just be in any movie to be in it. Like she was in Inkwell, How Stella Got Her Groove Back. Um, I remember her mostly from Parenthood. Yeah. And I love that show because it was basically like, you know, a modern day hustle. And we were talking about the other day, like she was always natural. That's like, true. You think about it. Yeah. She was like the leader of the movement, but not the leader. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she never she never got on the soapbox with it. But that's so true. Yeah, like she always had the braids and, and the, the natural hairstyles. So, hey, I've never seen her hair straight, like ever in any role. She was always true to herself. Um, I don't know what happened though. I don't she um I read that, you know, they didn't say what type of cancer it was, but that's what I read. Oh man. Yeah, I said but you know, she fought it silently. She wasn't she wasn't out there for anything else, you know, she wouldn't put herself out like that. So I respect it. You know, she seems like a private woman. She always yeah. carried herself with like a regalness. Like every time you see her, you just see so graceful. Very so light. graceful. Yeah. Just light on her feet and just always to me, I just got that proud. You know what I mean? That proud. Honestly, I want to say black. She gave me Felicia vibes all the time. Regalness from Felicia. I was about to say that. Mm-hmm. She got that Claire Huxtable um aura. 
Yeah, like I ain't gotta do too much. I don't gotta yell or get my point across. Exactly. Like she was always just such a class act. And I, I liked I loved her in Inkwell, actually. I thought Inkwell was a really good movie growing up. And I loved her in that movie. Um, she was always so gentle, so kind, and um a lot of them, a lot of good tributes came out for her. And you know, I was waiting on Lorenz to say something. Robert Townsend was like the first one who said something. Man, that's and yo, know, Parenthood is an underrated show. It really it's, is. It's on you, stars, by the way, if you yeah. watch it. Oh, it's on stars now? Yeah, it's been on stars. Wow, on the okay. low for years, it's been on um the stars app. It's a really good show. And like I said, it was like a modern day hustle. They lived in the brownstone, but I think in Harlem. In Harlem. That house was oh, fire. I yo, there is like, yo. <laughs> this little part of the show that like it's a rap line that will stick with me forever. Remember when um the son was trying to be against the rapper and yes. he was like I, yo, it's crazy it is. I gotta see you raw computer. Premium cable, yo, the premium cable. I was like, that's fine. Stand him. Me and my mother could not stand Nick. Wasn't they Nicholas? Not Nicholas, the other brother. Like he, remember they. Oh, the older one that had the braids, like like mystical. Yeah, yeah, and then he had that old, like that tall white friend. Yep, Michael. Oh, he he got on my nerves. Now I think about it. He did the Hershey commercial when we was kids, but Lord Jesus, my mother (laughs) couldn't stand the fat one. <laughs> nah, he was annoying. He, he was annoying. that voice that yo. I'm sorry, man. Me and my mother <laughs> couldn't stand that fat boy. I loved them. I loved Daria. I loved me some Cece. I yeah, loved. Cece. I loved how that show was. I that love. that rhyme yeah. stuck with me. <laughs> like, yeah, he was. He was the quintessential white boy trapped in a black boy body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. He but and back to you know the parenthood. Robert Townsend, I always say him and Keenan Ivy Wayne's need a lifetime achievement award. Like those two, they put so much people in like the careers they've launched, the just Robert the, the legacy. Townsend was the man. Like yeah. I love both of them, man. I actually, yo, it's so funny you say that because I you know my wife and kids is back on Hulu. Okay. And yeah. I went on a rabbit hole of Wayne stuff just because I've been watching like I've been watching like crazy cause I used to love that show. So I went and I saw apparently two years ago Tribeca had an in living color panel, and wow. David Allen, yeah, it was him. It was Keenan, David Allen, Greer, Tommy Davidson, Kim, who's looking amazing. By the she way. looks great, by the way. Yeah, she looked amazing. Like they used to make her look like Keenan with braids. Yeah, she yeah, <laughs> amazing. But um, yeah, they were talking about how David Allen Gray was saying basically he got put on by Robert Townsend because they was they was both in um a soldier story together, mm. and how he was talking about like his friend Keenan and they're gonna make a whole production company and all this other shit. And lo and behold, that's that's how um he got on in Living Color. Man, but I love yeah, David Allen yeah, I like the, I love David Allen Gray, especially lately, and you know he's a Yale trained actor. But um yeah, Keenan put on everybody. He put on his whole family. That's why when somebody tell you they can't do it, they lying. Keenan put his whole family on about fifty niggas, a Jim Carrey, a Jamie Foxx, J Lo, J Lo, Rosie Perez, Rosie Perez. He made stars, stars. All right, and and um Robert Townsend because Robert Townsend got that. Remember when he maxed out all his cards to do Hollywood Shuffle? Yeah, helped them out too. Helped him, yeah. Damn. So, the, why so, doesn't he and, have like a light? Yo, 
Keenan Ivy Wayne's needs to be, and I said this years ago, so I said he needs to be celebrated because now you look, the new ones that are coming out, his nieces, and you see them on Netflix yeah. with their own stand up. His mm-hmm. nephew was doing good in Hollywood. Is that that Wayne? I love legacy? me some Damon Jr. I do. Nah, I he, yo, he got better. Like, even as an actor, forget like his comedy. He just, like, as an actor, he's been doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. He he's on one of my favorite shows, New Girl, when you yeah. be on. Yeah, I love him. But yeah, it's a, it's a legacy that he put forth. I feel like Keenan really needs, you know how people got the little. You know the little web thing where it starts with one person and see what else, what else like branches off after that. Yeah. I forgot the name of it, but if you put Keenan Ivory Wings at the top, oh yeah, it just break down and you see it. It's, yeah, yeah, such a tree, such a tree of celebrities. And, and Jim Carrey always gives them his roses. Jim Carrey always, always. gives roses because he was the only one that hired him. You know, that's true. Shout out to Robert Townsend. Shout out to Keenan Ivory Wings who sh- who showed us around the time that. Black ownership in Hollywood can be achieved. That production can be achieved. You know what I'm saying? And not to take away from um Tim Reed and his wife Daphne, who had actually the first black studio ever. Oh, I, but, I love them. I love them. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate the fact that they did that first because they don't get a lot of the accolades. But shout out to Keenan, shout out to Robert, and thank you, Robert, for giving us Jerry Peterson. You know, I love me some Jerry. I thought she was so cool. Yeah, but yes, R.I.P. the beautiful Suzanne Douglas. If there will be an In Loving Color or Keenan Ivory Wayne documentary, I don't know who won't play him, but he got about 40, 12 relatives Facts. that can literally <laughs> just jump in and jump in. I don't know because, and Damon, uh, Damon's my favorite though, but Keenan is he, he really paved the way for a lot of people. That's a fact. So, Shout out to him. Um, and less, you know, less uplifting news because we kind of started off dark and then we got a little higher with, you know, black inspiration. Now, the Haitian president and his wife was assassinated. I didn't even know people get assassinated still. It's- Haiti, man. I um, I grew up with a lot of Haitians in Brooklyn, so I, I feel like I'm, I know their struggle, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But Haiti has always been cursed. I don't know if you know, Haiti is the first free country in the Western Hemisphere. Oh, yeah, I know that. And yet but, they've had a bad Yeah, life. they've been cursed ever since. And it's sad because it's actually a lot going on in Haiti that never makes the news. And it's it's just like, it just has this dark light. You know, Haiti is a, yo, they, and the thing is, again, like Africa, they don't show the beauty. Haiti is a beautiful country. If you see the pictures when my friends go back, it's mm-hmm. whenever you see it, they share the same island with DR. It's the yeah. same damn place. It's they the have same the same place. fucking beauties. Like they tell you, oh, Haiti is this war tone. No, 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 no. I swear I've never seen that. No, I'm no, not no, even no. trying to be funny. I've never seen a nice picture of Haiti. And it I got Haitian beautiful. friends. Beautiful. I'm talking about like, I'm, I was actually supposed to go to vacation there like a couple years ago. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. The resorts, the everything. But they don't show to, but the U.S. and, have been, you know, they've been going backwards for years. Like, they've been trying mm-hmm. to take control of it. They're old, they owe France a debt since they became free because all the money France would have made off of slavery. Ain't that a bitch? Wait, 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 wait. I didn't know that. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa. It's a they big still debt. owe, wait, so in 2021, France ain't even going to forgive that They're not debt, forgiving quote, it. Unquote. Yeah, they sadly, the sadly made the world on some, yo. You owe us because this is the money we would have made during slavery. Wait, wait, wait. 
What? Nah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's greasy in Haiti, man. It's a, when that. That's yeah. why it's so poor. Exactly. And the thing is, they extract all of the natural resources. Haiti is like number one in the world for sugarcane, rice, and mm-hmm. everything. They don't tell you that, of course. But if you notice, when that, think about it, a massive her- earthquake hit Haiti, right? Yeah. In 2012 or something, uh, almost 10 years ago. Yeah. My homeboy pops died in that. But if, oh, I yeah, see. It's crazy. If a magnitude that strong only affected one side of the island, you don't think that's some bullshit? When it happened, I don't know if you know, the Venezuelan president went on the news. He said, we did it. He said that shit on the news. I, I swear I didn't hear that. I, like, I don't... It was a whole lot of stuff going on around that wow. time. It was to really fuck Haiti up. Think about it. That magnitude should have rocked the whole island. The whole island. DR but he hit it too. one place. I was like, come on, man. This is some bullshit, yo. This is wow. some bullshit. I've never seen a country hated on as much as Haiti. They That's put the fact. thing out. Oh, um, AIDS started in Haiti. Remember it was first Africa, the monkey? Then it's like, nah. Yeah, then Remember Haiti. at one point it wasn't cool to be Haitian. At one point it wasn't cool to be anything but regular black. Right. At one point. If and you, you couldn't even Caribbean, be dark-skinned. Because if you dark-skinned, you, they called you African booty scratcher. Yeah, they called them Haitian. I remember they used to call them Haitian booty scratcher. And at one point, I used to be like, yeah, I'm Haitian, to see what people say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they I would grew do up, it, yeah. yeah, but they never really said nothing to me because, oh, there's one there's one lady in my building, and I spoke about it on my album. She said, oh, you smell Haitian. This lady named what? Me, never forget. Yeah, she said that one day. I was in the, I was in the building. Because I grew up with everybody. I grew up with Americans. Jamaicans, Haitians, everybody. So I really mm-hmm. know I touch all cultures. Pause. So we was upstairs. That's what she told me. I was like, how you? And I was like, how you smell Haitian? I was like, I just didn't know people hated a bunch of people like that until the Fugees came out. Then everybody hated. Everybody them. was Haitian, and I mean, what the song came out. Everybody I said, wait, was hold Haitian. up. You was Haitian this whole time. I had a homeboy. We did not know he was Haitian. We what? swear to God. So what was his name? Because No, he had a regular Haitian. name. His name was like... I, was say, I got mad Haitian friends. Shout out to all my Haitian friends. Yeah. I say I love my Haitians. But some <laughs> of them got some names that you know they hate. Oh, yeah, you know. You know, but this nigga name was Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you sure it wasn't Stefan? Nah, sure it wasn't Stefan. The nigga Michelle. name was Steve. But I, he had like... A, his last name was... Some, but it wasn't no like Haitian, Haitian name. The nigga spoke regular. He was fly. I'm not saying Haitians wasn't fly. Nobody don't come for me. He wore Jordans. He had his hairline. He was lit. Yo, when the Fugees came out, this nigga would not take... I was like, yo, son, you was Haitian? I thought you was Jamaican this whole time. He was like, nah, mom, Dukes is Haitian. I was like, oh, shit. I could always tell a Haitian by the way they say my name because the Haitians are the only ones who say my name correctly. No, they don't say how many I'm bad. They like they say like they French. I'm bad. I'm like I'm yes. <laughs> Not because that's how they say it. Yeah, I'm bad. They the only ones who say my name. Honestly, that's the way you're supposed to say my name. And like because it's French, but like they're like I'm bad. I'm like yeah, that's me. I'm <laughs> that's where I know somebody. Nah, is. man, but they yeah they still assassinate. <laughs> but you know out there is ruthless. They coming to the crib. <laughs> they come. First that's all, how I knew it wasn't so a Haitian. Many that Colombians killed them. It was Haitian Americans and 27 Colombians. I saw the video. Did you watch the videos? I cannot watch those videos. I saw I, the I said, damn, y'all put it out there. I think you know what? Let me not say what I want to say on this podcast, but I know what I think, and I'll save it for after. But it is <laughs> it's deeper than rap. 
I mean, I feel like everything that happens with with a, a an assassination like this of this caliber is deeper than rap. Like I saw it, and then the it was like the wife is dead too. I'm like, God damn! In his Broadway, Broadway, come on! <laughs> he you should be the most protected man on that island. Exactly, exactly. He should have been the most protected man on that island. You could pull up to that man's driveway and kill him and his wife. Son, son, about that don't sound okay. Deeper than rap. I, I'm sure it is, but um, but I see a lot of mixed stuff. Like even when I remember when Fidel Castro um died, and I saw mad black people on my page a little bit, like almost like they was mourning him. And I asked my Cuban homeboy, he said, "Good fucking riddance." And I'm like, it's always different. You, like you know, he was Italian from who? Fidel Castro was Italian. Fuck out of here. Yeah, he's Italian. You lying? You my are kid, lying. To my me. kids that great. Serious? My wife's grandmother is Cuban. Well, her mother was Cuban. Fidel Castro was born in Italy. Go go do your research on him. Go do your research on that whole thing. Get out of here. That man is a Cuban. I mean, he's an Italian. A lot of Italians went out there at that time. A lot of them. Fidel Castro wasn't born in Cuba. Wow. See, you are a, a fucking font of knowledge. Man, <laughs> I told you I'm a nerd, man. I'm a nerd on law. All I do is read, man. <laughs> I remember when I told my family that they was like, really? They went back. They was like, oh shit, he is. <laughs> nah, that's insane. No, because I remember like the Cuban, like my Cuban homeboy, he was like, nah, that nigga fucked up so many families of my of my people back home and all this other stuff. And black people was basically like mourning him like he's a revolutionary. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I know he did some shit that was basically like fuck the American government back in With the, the medicine and because he held, yeah. no, you know why? Because he held down the Sada. That's why. Yeah, that's why. So but we, his you know, people we kinda, was like yeah. ding dong, yeah. <laughs> you know the niggas that. So I thought that's what I'm seeing with the Haitian thing too. I'm seeing a lot of mixed emotion. Like some people like, oh well, that nigga was asking for it for a while. And I see some people like, oh pray for Haiti. Like my country going like all type of shit. Like it's mad diff- mixed reviews mm-hmm. on this man's death. You know, well assassination. Yep. So it was like, I was like, damn, like, uh, I've never, not never, but it, I just see a lot of people talking about what happened. It wasn't really a, 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 full, a full morning of him. It was more so a, a whole conversation about did he deserve it or not. I was like, well, goddamn, if yeah. you got to ask that question, maybe maybe he wasn't the best um, president. Yeah, it's, still, it's, it's, it's crazy to hear in this day and age with technology and, you know, being a president of a whole country like that. It's a small island, don't get me wrong, but still, man, you should the be the most protected power, man. The power that island has. I mean, you remember, I don't know if you remember Aristide in office and the whole Clinton thing, how he was working for the White House. All types of crazy shit was going mm-hmm. on. And then they had Papa Doc and Papa Doc and his son, Junior Doc. It was just always the leadership in Haiti was always some type of corruption. Always. It was never yeah. a, a set. Remember at one time, they were never for the people. Run. Yeah, yeah I don't, yeah. I don't even, and I'm not Haitian, but I don't think yeah. that would have been a good choice. Nah, though. he only did that because he was popular and he thought maybe he. Nah, but there's like Waka left relax. This is deep, deeper than rap, bro. It's yeah. reasons why they go into Haiti. It's a lot. It's deeper than rap. It's deeper mm. than rap. Yep, deeper than rap. Well, you know, speaking of world news, um, your boy Nick Cannon is seeding up the world. I love Nick Cannon. Shout out to him, man. You know what? I appreciate my problem. You know why yeah. I have a problem with this? Mm-hmm. Every woman that he impregnates, mm-hmm. he does that while he's in a full relationship with a dark skinned queen. 
And think about it, not none of his baby mothers, out of all 12 of them, not one is dark. That's one. Damn, I didn't look at that. Not one of them is dark. He'll wipe up the dark skinned chick. Mind you, Lanisha Cole, mm-hmm. the chick from the front video with Lauren London. Fire. Oh, she looks the oh, same way. Fire. That was the one he had them four kids on. Yeah, she fire. He had them all on her. Mind you. And I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, it's not a relationship. They got tattoos. Cut it out. I was about to Jessica say that, but how, how exclusive is their relationship? Is it an open they, relationship? We don't it know It was that. exclusive enough for them to, whenever somebody pop up pregnant, they leave. Can she have kids? Jessica White couldn't have kids. See, I don't know about thing, We don't Cole. know. Like, we don't no, know no, Jessica know. White was saying, no, that's why she was so broken up about it, because she's madly in love with this nigga, and you got her knocked up. Again, that's when he had the daughter, um, the one in December, Powerful Queen. Yeah. That's when he had it with the um the wild and out girl. <laughs> I don't know why he did that to that baby, but oh, fine. Yo, the so, baby boy. And oh. but honestly, ain't nothing more than a stake in the heart when you can't have a baby and your nigga had a baby on you. I it, it don't matter if he want one. It still yeah. hurt like shit. I'm not saying I went through that. I'm just saying I can imagine you wanting the baby yeah, and yeah. then not getting one. And oh well, I knocked this bitch up, son. That's crazy. You go move on to Lanisha Cole. You get three kids on her. This is my issue. First off, like I said, not one dog-skinned girl gets seated up. Yeah. They all mix. Second of all, I don't care if you Nick Cannon. A's and STDs are a real thing. You smashing everything raw. I don't care how much money you got. You are literally putting everybody's pH and vaginal health and regular health in danger. That's two. Third, what make him different than NBA Youngboy? I, I'm not caping for Nick, right? But I think, personally, like you said, with the whole pH, I think Nick is smart enough to know get get everybody checked out. He seems like that type. No, Nick, give me those, <laughs> Nick, 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 give me those vibes. Nick doesn't come off as an idiot, and being that he's somebody who's sick. Nick, he's give sick. me I do Doctor CV diet vibes, and no, maybe and we know each other vibes. No, Nick is it. sick. He's sick. So, I mean, I'm sure he's sick. No, he has he has, lup- he has lupus or something. And, and the kidney disease. Oh, and no, his body so, is shutting down on yeah, him. Yeah, so I think he keeps up to date with his health. That's one. Mm-hmm. So I think he, I don't think he's lacking in that in that area. That I'll give because he's very smart. Two, he yo, he said, y'all don't got that much time. And I get it. He want to spread the seed or whatever. See, the part you brought about the, the dark skin girl, I don't know. I ain't realized that until you said it. That's true. That's a question. But the thing is, he that. wants to spread the seed because he thinks he's going to die. But my thing is, every woman that you're in a relationship with, is not privy to this information because mm. if they were, why true. would they leave every time you get pregnant? At That's the end true. Of the day, I know that. You still doing this at at the risk of someone else's heart, at the risk of someone else's mental state, well being. That shit's corny. Whether he has money, a smart or not, at the end of the day, yeah, there are broken-hearted women. You leave a trail of broken hearts because you want to see up the world because you think you' about to die. My man, you had enough before. You didn't need to have four in one shot, Lil Wayne. You did not need to have four in one year. And like I said, and don't get me wrong, I don't like NBA Young Boy. I don't, I'm lying. I don't know what the boy says, so it's hard to like him. And I also nah, don't, he be, I don't he like be how wild. he talks. He, you, but um, I, why, I think so Nick what? has a plan. Young Boy don't. Remember, Young Boy allegedly, um, again, allegedly, they said he got that. So, I mean, you heard about that. that the H. He got that yeah. hurt. So I don't know. I that, just saw that. He got computer. that gift that keep on giving. I, yeah, I heard that too. I don't know if that's, you know, I've seen that everywhere though. And I'm like, whoa. But again, Nick is moving smart. 
I'm not saying I don't that, think that's you know, a smart move. That men with money do stuff like that. Who am I? But I'll say this though. I guarantee you all those women are on papers. He signed something to where they signed something to where they can't get out of control. The baby mothers or the girls? Yeah. No, the, the baby mothers. Okay. I, no, but that's I'm what I'm sure saying. Them. Nick Cannon is the come up. Let's let's be a thousand exactly. percent. So ain't clear. no girl denying that. I bet you each of them. I'm has a home. denying it. I'm denying it. Each of them and has a home. Money, like listen, this is gonna happen. Blah 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 blah. Here, here you go. Sign that. You sure this is gonna Sign Listen, okay. you gotta understand the corniest niggas in the world to me are Nick Cannon, Safari, and Ray J. So I will never see nah, don't, don't ever, by don't, one of them. Don't don't ever do Ray J like that. We're no, I think Ray J's swag is the most fabricated swag We're I've ever We're not seen disrespecting in my life. Mr. Norwood. Sir, sir, you can do that on the new high school. We talk crazy about Willie Mr. Ray. Mr. Norwood, Willie, this pause. We talk crazy about pause. Willie Ray. Okay? Mr. Willie Ray from Mississippi exactly. would not be disrespected today. From Macomb, Mississippi, but you can't tell I think he ain't from We are not. Disrespect okay. Mr. All Kirk. I'm saying is, you would not disrespect that black businessman. We would not disrespect him. Listen, everybody <laughs> is not going to hop on that Nick Cannon train. I'm Safari, cool. The, I take that because he's corny as shit. He corny, but he's himself. Shit, he's, he's corny himself. He he's so corny. Himself. But I don't think he's trying to be nobody else. That's no, why he I is think corny. He's, no, he's corny. He's corny. <laughs> That's Don't okay, ever respect his corny. I respect Safari being corny. Willie Norwood Jr. So you don't think Willie and, and, and Safari ain't the several same level of corn? Nah, like, nah. I don't like, think Ray corny J corny. Like got money too. No, Ray like, J was corny for that money. fight with Fab. He was corny for that fight because <laughs> the fight with Brooklyn nigga. I hated Ray J for eight years. Little for that Red Rider hoodie. Little Red Riding Hoodie. That broke I, my spirit. I said, that's literally Ray my Jay? mother. That's my mother's favorite story. When he did that on Drink Chance, my mother loved hearing Fab and Jada kids talk about that yeah. story. It lights up her day. You but can't. At, the <laughs> end of the day, at the end of the day, though, like I said, his level of cordiness, yes, he has money. Because a corny nigga money is just a corny nigga money to me. That's I don't, true. don't see no difference. But I just feel like the way he goes about it, because a lot of the women that he's in, they they feel like they're in love. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he he also goes, yeah, this is my this my queen. This and the fifth, and then you have babies on her. Yeah, so that is that's that. whack. That's whack, I, nigga. I shit. couldn't do that. If everybody that. was on the same page, like I said, because if everybody on the same page, he'd still be with Jessica. He'll still be with Anisha. It's not the same page. You you cheat on these dark skin women. Like I said, fine is all outside. Jessica White and Anisha go. She don't look no different from the front video. Her and Lauren, her and Lauren, Lauren ain't changed at all. No, like not so, one she's iota. So bad. Oh my god. Gorgeous. I'll be like, damn, Nick, you had that toy. Yo, Nick be Nick and Drake are some snipers. Shit. That nigga Drake, he Drake is corny too. But I respect oh, he, his corny. I he's the only one he, I, I respect love, his I corny. Drake. Out of everybody, Drake. I respect his corny. But that Drake. nigga there, if I was her. If that was my mom's, I'm punching Drake in his face when I see him. I That's Drake. all I'm saying. But I, Drake I think... sniper game? Oh shit! Yeah. That nigga's a sniper. Aubrey don't play. Aubrey don't play. Like, like, Scorpio. Especially if he mad at you. Especially yeah, he's one of us. He wanted us. So I, I understand him. That's why he do what he do. I'll be like, yeah, that's Scorpio shit right there. Right yeah, now. yeah. He's like, oh, you want uh, this record? Where's your girl? Yeah, like, that's why I'm hoping, I'm praying to God I don't see Lala on his arm. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have to fight him. I'm gonna pull up with Drake. Girl. 
Nah, I'm gonna have to pull up on Drake. I'm like Drake, relax. Yeah, That's Brooklyn right there. That's Brooklyn. All that I know is I don't like the way that is with Nick Cannon. It it, it affects Nick. me. It affects me because it's like, and that's a, that's another thing. I know he's he's well paid and these people are taken care of, but this is still a very broken home. Like yeah. I, I people don't get that. Like we all talk about how we need to be together. We need to unite. Look at you. You got seven beautiful daughters. You know what I'm saying? And your wife. Yes. Yeah, I know that. I know that the thing gets high every time we speak. <laughs> you got beautiful daughters. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you keep your home, your home. Well, and now it's how many kids he got? He got he actually has seven kids, Damn. four, five different moms. You that's stable, like that's yeah. that's good nah, he's wilding with that. See? I couldn't do it, but I understand. But you educated me with that dark skin part, I didn't realize that. Not, not one of his big mothers, dark skin, not yeah, one. You, damn, you but he'll break a dark skin queen's heart, yes, he will. Yes, he will. That's a started interesting with Mariah. Point. All them chicks is mixed, by the way, not one of them got all black anything. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, not all of them are mixed, but you be with beautiful dark skinned women, break their heart. Damn. I'm I'm just saying. And then if that's my brother, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My brother wouldn't, you know, would if Nick Cannon seated me up, or if Nick Cannon was over here making me cry because he seated four people up this summer. Damn. None of that is okay. As far swinging. as and then when you say protect black women, did you protect those black women? Yeah, yeah you got a point. You got a big your point. heart with them? Nah, you didn't. You so Nicholas, point. Nicholas, you fucked Man. up. That's what I'm saying. Because I, I, you smart and you do all this shit with your herbal thing. Oh, I'm fitting to die. So you putting your own desires and needs ahead of the emotions that these women feel when they find out you starting an entire family without them. My nigga, I don't care what nobody tells me. I think the biggest betrayal would be a man you love having a whole family outside of you. Damn. There, there's nothing that can fix that. As a woman, just like y'all men, when when you know your girl sucked his dick, it's you oh, can never look at her and say, oh, "Am I lying?" The agony, my chest. She can have sex with him. She could cheat. Maybe you could get over that. Did you suck his dick? I mean, I, it's part I, of sex, I, right? I saw. Yeah, a meme. I put up a meme playing, like right? that. Now look at you. You crying those in the words. car. You crying in the car. You passing nah, out at work. I wouldn't cry. You can't I live wouldn't cry. like that. I'm I wouldn't cry. That's I just get my I get my sister to fuck her up. That's it. <laughs> but that that that's all I'm gonna say is eight. my sister that's could fight. And that pain times eight is how my sister whenever my sister a man can does fight. But my that's what I'm saying. You fight. have a baby on me, my my you going <laughs> your kids gonna be off and just <laughs> my <laughs> sister can fight. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna tell my sister, yo, beat this shit out this chick. Because it, it hurts you, right? So you won't like, have to be yo, hurt. So you won't have to be hurt. Just, like yo, you fucked him? Me. You fucked him? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, all right, answer this one question. Say this one question. Answer this one question. Did you suck his dick? Did you suck his dick? <laughs> And her I responses, mean, it's part I... of sex. Oh my God, my chest hurts. Oh, see, see, yo, ever you wilding? Oh my God, see how you have a heart attack? Oh, now you multiply that, you magnify that oh. time, and that's how. And you know, Scorpios, we like the man has a baby on her. Son, oh, son, my chest. son, 
And that's all he did. Now, when you find you out, can't forgive the baby, though. Forgive the baby. Oh, Never mind the baby. the baby. Oh, the baby ain't do nothing. I'm not that kind of person. That baby ain't cheat on me. All right, but it's listen, bitch we, ass could get, daddy we could did. get back. We could get back. Listen, look. no, no, no. The bitch ass daddy did. Just make sure. Nah, but what? what I right, hold on. I'm In his defense, that. what if it was a break baby? Ah. What if he had break? I don't. First of all, that break baby should get over my fucking dirty stuff. D Wade had break, a break baby, and she D Wade did not have a D Wade did not have a break baby. I don't care. Nobody tell me. First off, that girl that D Wade had a break baby with is Damon Wayans Jr. baby mother a two. That Damn. bitch knew exactly what she was doing. All right, she but don't have to work baby. a day. I don't think it's a break baby. I think that's what people say. Try to say safe. Like when Yandy was saying um, on Love and Hip Hop that that um, the other son I seen was a break baby. He definitely was not, because everybody uptown knows that Mendeecees and that baby mother were a thing. Yandy was the one nobody knew about. And Damn. she went on loving hip-hop saying that baby was a break baby, and she's a fucking liar. The reason why he went missing at her baby shower is because he was at that baby shower, too. Damn. Bitches be lying about break babies. Let's be clear. Oh, man, it was a break baby. <laughs> That's what? I'm a stand on a break, break, break baby. But we would nope. not disrespect Nicholas Cannon. That no, was a, those are, are break Nick, babies. Nick, if you want to protect black women, it starts with you, sir. Stop having babies on them. That's all I'm saying. You can cake for your boy or your show. Today we yeah. gonna give him the real. Nah, okay. Yeah, you gonna have to get him. Damn, my chest hurt, Nick. I'm just thinking about some other <laughs> shit. Damn. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> Let's get into the other segment. Pain. <laughs> So, in the spirit of still speaking about protecting black women, um, Uzi, little Uzi Bert, um, was arrested for assaulting his ex-girlfriend. What's her name? Her name is Brittany. Apparently, this is like his third Brittany, by the way. He likes Brittany. But first they were saying, you know, big artist, big Bert artist, um, St. John, the one that did the writing on... Um, yeah, yeah, the guy in these dude, the guy in these dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were saying, oh, God. They were saying it was him. Who um assaulted him, which I found very odd because he has like a foot on Uzi. But it turns out it was the, the girl that he hit. Don't ask me why. Isn't he supposed to be with um JT? But yeah, protect black women, and this is what happened. So she actually um said something on Shade Room about how people say protect black women, but nobody's protecting her. Or nobody feels like she needs to be protected. I don't condone any abuse at all. I don't condone domestic violence, men hitting women, women hit men at all. I do think that they do pick and choose what black women should be protected. That's true. Especially when it depends on like like I like on my show like last year um in relationship to another black man is how black women are respected. I love Lauren London to death. And I know that she gets a whole lot more respect for being Nipsey Hussle's baby mom's slash girlfriend more than she just gets for being Lauren London from L.A., you know? And that's pretty much the same vein as this girl. This girl is not a city girl. She's not pretty much, she's not well known. She was only known because she had something with Uzi and then her and JT were going back and forth. And because of that, it is an issue. 
with how people want, oh, well, this is what happens, and this is why you shouldn't be talking about JT. All this extra shit, I don't feel like. Wait, people that said girl. that? For real? Yeah, in the, in the comments. Damn. I read comments. Oh, well, she didn't been talking shit about JT. What? Like, how and she just got hit? Personally, me, um, I'm from the South Bronx. Lil Uzi could never. I'm just being very clear. I'm not saying I'm Mike Tyson, I'm the toughest bitch, but I promise you, no 5'3 nigga that has purple hair and does a shimmy when he dances will ever. But I feel for that girl, you know, because like all of a sudden now all your business out on the street and you are not a celebrity. You ain't signed up for this shit. But I don't even know if anything's going to happen to him. Like, this might be another Tory Lane situation. These short niggas is having issues, by the way. Um, another Tory Lane <laughs> situation where things happen because I'm I'm definitely not fucking with that nigga either. I'm not a fan. Um, I haven't though. I've I haven't been a fan of him because I always felt like he lacked originality. He's creative, but all your best shit is off somebody else's hips. So I don't give you original no shit for that. But um, Uzi, yeah, that nigga was wild. I think I think it's excessive. And like I said, I don't think that girl deserved that. He tried to swing on um, what's his name in uh, with Saint John. I heard he fell. You know, <laughs> nah, but what you was saying? Why about the, would you I, do that? Everybody <laughs> was like, "Yo, y'all more worried about everything else than that young lady's safety." You know, I mean, I didn't, I never even heard of Shorty. It was Britney Bird, right? Yeah, Britney Bird. Um, until you know the Uzi situation, and I'm just like, "Damn, why is everybody dissing her?" Because I seen some of it too, but I'm like, "Shouldn't y'all be attacking Uzi?" You and that's I mean? the thing. And that's how it always is. They're not going to attack Uzi because they like his music and shit is a bop for them. And he's with JT. And shit like that bothers me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, like I said, it's always a pick and choose thing when it comes to black women. And I'm not saying that we're all angels and, and we, you know what I'm saying? I'm, but it does bother me how we always have to be a bit more or a bit less. You know what I'm saying? We have to be a bit more pretty to get more respect, a bit more talented to get more respect. Or be a bit less, you know, loud when it comes to this, a bit less. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't just be enough. And with this, it was so... It, I, I feel like it's just the celebrity dick ride more than anything. Yeah. Like, because you like a, a City Girl song and you like a Uzi song. Because bitch deserves a good hit. Like, that's what they say. But what? he put a gun to her. He put a gun to her. Yes, he did. And yeah, he, so um... I he think he a- actually gun-butted her one time or two. Really? Yeah, I think it was a gun butt. Him? Because she had some type of um head injury. Nah, he's a little bit I don't, because I don't think you, I'm not trying to be funny, but I don't think he, he could hit her with that much trauma. Like, because he's very infantile inside. Not trying to be funny. I just know he's in the little boy section when he shots often. Yeah, well, the girl section, because he likes to blow. Yeah, he's 5'3". He's very cookie. Like, he can really do some <laughs> cookies modeling if he wants to. I, and I'm not trying to play him. It's just a, a fucking fact. Like, we're looking at him. I yeah. feel like, how is your oldest daughter? 13. He could, he'd probably be in her, he could be in her closet. And oh, no, nah, she'll fine. knock him out. She'll be No, no, her. I'm not saying she going, he going to go in her closet. No, I'm no, no, no. I'm just saying closet, a, on, a, <laughs> on a fight, like, to stand up in front of her? Oh, she'll be the Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. She'll clobber she that nigga. She'll clobber him. I don't put it past her. Oh, Damn. my God, I definitely don't put it past her. 
But yeah, I don't um, get it though. Like, why? That's crazy, man. But you're right, because I, I seen a headline say, "Oh, protect black women." Huh? I think it was the root. I'm not sure. Was it them that was talking about? It? They say, "Yeah, we don't see that." The root made highlight of it. It was like, "We don't see that energy." You know, y'all saying protect black don't. women now. Exactly, oh, and that's, that's how it that. usually goes with them, and that's that's what's trash about it too. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? I hope she feels. I hope she gets better. I hope she gets help that she deserves, and I hope justice gets served because that shit is whack. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, but just, you know what? Where, where she should go? Hit him in the pockets. Hit him in the pockets. I mean, that's what I always want to do, but I feel like the Bronx and me will not allow that. No, I like, feel you. you I, I feel you. But now she's in the light now. So if something would have happened to him, it's yeah. like she gonna be nothing. But it's like you know what? Now hit that hurt him in the pockets. Hurt him. Make him stay. Because I don't know how people like when a celebrity was to, if a celebrity was to do something to me, I would not know how to contain myself. Yeah, like, I, I would mean, not I feel be you. on some. I feel you. Oh, matter of fact, I ain't gonna touch you. I'm gonna just sue you. No, that takes too long. Yeah. I'm gonna stomp you out right now. That's just all we gonna do. It depends I'm, on the I'm level a, of celebrity. I'm gonna stomp you. I, it might depend. But I also need TMZ to see you get slapped the shit out of right now. Like, I don't know. I just can't allow it. Like, because how am I supposed to walk through the streets? <laughs> like, every yeah, you let Facts. that, you let, you let, um, Azalea Banks kick you. No. <laughs> you know what I'm Facts. You let, Facts. You let this happen. Like, how am I supposed to walk around like that? Yeah, that's you know right. So it like, depends on the level. If Kanye <laughs> kicked you, what you going to do? Oh damn! That's what I'm saying. It's the level of celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Kanye walk right now, boom! Oh, I mean, if it was damn, you're right. Me, you're the, right. It, it's like Uzi or Meek. I mean, Uzi. Uh, I mean, Kanye or Meek. <laughs> Who you gonna sue? You. I'm not Kanye got billions. I'm not suing Meek. Meek is my cousin and my mom. We gonna talk about it and we gonna go get the bottle nah, he, up on you. Yeah, dude. him too. He be moving a little suspect for me, trying to fight niggas. At wasn't he trying to fight Travis Scott at the? They said they had a verbal altercation. Leave my yeah, cousin but Meek, alone. It's just like yo, Meek, stay home. How you hang around all these billionaires? And you don't learn nothing. I don't know if he don't learn nothing. Maybe it was the liquor. It could have been always. The we always get the looks. You standing next to hoes, bro. Hope yeah, your team, and, Hope love Yeah, Hope love him. Robert Kraft. You standing next to Kraft. You got all these people riding for you, man. You got Robert Kraft dancing in dreams and nightmares. That shit is yeah, never going to leave my dude. fucking vibe. He on some bird shit. He fighting yeah. Takashi, but I don't know. Mika's a bird, but yeah. I, if, I think he does have bird-like tendencies, but you nah, know. you're just saying it because it's your cousin. You see how That's you get for your cousin? You see how you get for your cousin? You see? <laughs> he don't bother black for me. That's oh my, my cousin. God. <laughs> That's my cousin in my oh head. I feel like me God. and me can hang out or we go to Julon or something oh and then have a bottle out outside the, the project just sitting on the bench. I fuck with me. Something about him is just very relatable. But it's like, nah, no, man. I like Mika, him. Mika's a bird. Either way. Um, oh yeah, back to the um even even talking about, you know, how black women how we have to be a little bit more, a little bit less. Um, the Shakari Richardson thing. So oh, um, I feel two ways about that. Thought, but see, my thing is when homegirl say, you know, it's other people to cheer on, I feel her. But it's first off, I don't fuck with the Olympics. I'm gonna be clear. I said on my, my show last week, I never fucked with the Olympics since I was like six years old. Um, since nineteen ninety two, my father told me about what the Olympics do and how black people have been treated, never fuck with it. 
So facts, facts. when Shorty said, "Oh, we've been waiting out a whole lot for this," that's that's fair. That's fine. I get you. Um, and then Shakari said that basically people who ain't never had nothing to say about it. Honestly, that's the way I would respond. But I'm also not an Olympian, so I know the things. That I, she I love has her clapback. It's clap under back. scrutiny. I love that clapback. What I don't like was how people was like, "See, she got to humble herself." Why? 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 Go look up that word humble. Go look up that word humble. Go look up that word humble. See what it really means. I tell people stop saying that word. As a black person, I do. I feel like we're always told be humble, show humility, all type of stuff, and I don't want to. (laughs) Like I don't feel like I have to. It should not be something that's done because you think so. No. I, if I'm the shit, I'm the shit. It's, it's that simple. It's nothing else to talk about. Humble means having a showing, a modest, a low estimate of one's own importance. Exactly. Of low social, administrative, exactly. political rank. Exactly. Lower in dignity. Exactly. Why the fuck am I going to lower myself? Fuck out of here. Be humble. Man. Why would I be humble? I'm the fastest bitch in the world. Fuck you. Facts. When when I'm running and I'm pointing at the at the time clock and the score shit, I'm that like, look at that, shit look at that. Hard. That's what so the, hard. What the, be humble, where bitch? That's How? so hard. I love I love here. that shit. I love when Fuck she did out that. Of here. That they was so love hard. Telling shit. us to be humble, and it's not even just black girls. Black people in general, we have to be humble because it's that we you never know what happens. You gonna step on your blessings? Fuck oh, that. God gave me these, this talent. These white folks are here. Oh. Uh, I'm like, shut up. But, but you know what? I did agree with Gabby Thomas. Was like, yo, you don't want to tell them not to, you know, because everybody's like, yeah, we boycotting for Shikari. But Gabby Thomas made a point. She was like, yo, don't tell them to boycott because then they're not going to root for us, the ones that are here. I was like, yeah, she got a point. That was the reason I was like, I kind of sided with her with that. Let's be clear. Shikari ain't winning, so Jamaica going to win. That's one. I mean, no, that, no, I mean, the Jamaican and an African. Jamaica, Africa. I don't, I, mean, I don't know. Shakari looked like she was going. I don't know. Shakari ain't playing. She's not going to be in a relay or nothing. Yeah, no, but I'm saying if she was there, I mean, if she was there, I think, I think, I think America going to win or America probably second. I think she's going to be a fighting chance. Yeah, but without Shakari, I don't think y'all niggas out running Jamaican. No fucking way. Oh no, they're not winning without her. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, if she was there, I thought she was gonna take it. I said, "Fuck that." I, I know she was gonna take it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, first off, I don't cheer for a country. I don't cheer for me. That's one. Yeah. But I am proud of the accomplishment. You know why? Because she's on. one of us. She's from the hood. She's wearing she's one it of on. us. She and mind like, you, this whole look like this, a city girl. Yo, the, the lace front, the nails, the lashes. Let me explain something to everybody. She is putting on for us. Because when Gabby Douglas was sweating her edges out, doing something that makes you sweat your edges out, everybody had something to fucking say. Yeah, oh, I don't get that. hands too nasty. Was... Nigga, have you ever did a backflip? I'll tell you one thing. I run up the stairs, I break a sweat. My edges is going in a second. Okay? Yeah, so she's Gabby on was doing her thing. Doing her thing. If she's on jumping up and down, sweating, she is a black girl. Now, everybody has gorgeous, juicy, curly hair. My head naps up. Like Frederick Douglass, whenever water touches it, so yeah, I'm here to like tell you, with her hair there's no problem with. But everybody made an issue with her hair. So now you got Shakari, edges laid, lace front glued down, nails done, eyelashes on point. Oh, why she looked like that? Fuck you, me? Why she looked like that? 
You can't win with these bitches. Like, you know, okay, it's like you can't win with black me. women got is the issue with black women. Everything is like, yeah, I can't do nothing. It's like, what we the can't fuck? do nothing. We can't do anything that nobody. Oh, I don't like it when women do this. Who fucking ask you? I like my women this way. Nobody fucking ask you. <laughs> this whole type of thing. You can like your women, whatever. I get my weave done because I like I like how I look with a weave. I feel like I look like a teenager with my real hair. I, I feel 14. I am 35. Nobody wants that look. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you, we do things for ourselves. And everybody's like, well, I don't like it. I don't give a fuck what you like. It's, it has nothing to do with you. But that's what I'm saying with Sha'Carri. It was so many people who was like, we riding with her, let her run. Oh, she's not humble enough. Fuck y'all. She gotta be humble for I don't understand that. I hate Why that. Why do of we have to be humble? All of us. Like they like some shit like this, like on some oh, you know what, biz, good looking. You know what? Be humble, cause you never know. Fuck being humble, nigga. You got it. You know what I'm saying? You do everything you supposed to do. You you winning out here. Why we can't show people we winning? Cause they so quick to take it away from us. That's I feel like that's the best reason why. If white people or the man, the government, whatever you want to call it. It's so quick to take away our accomplishments. Why not talk shit while we have them? Humility is something that I feel like we are always being told to practice. And yep. I just don't think we should do it. Fuck, okay. fuck the respectability politics. I feel like let them choke. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, let us be us. And I still, I still ride with Shakari. And honestly, like last week, the every passing day, these Olympics make us do less black people things. Now right. they're trying to over um overrule the whole thing with the shower, not the shower cap. Sorry, <laughs> the swim cap. The yeah, cap. the swim cap. It's always something, always. And you know, because I was saying before, it's Tokyo. Tokyo, they they have racism tendencies too. Every black girl over there, they think she Beyonce. So. When you have a, a, a country like that and then with an antiquated event like the Olympics, that shit ain't going that shit ain't for us. You know what I'm saying? Do I applaud the people who are in different events and, and working busting their ass to be somewhere like the Olympics and getting that gold medal? I absolutely do. Do I support the Olympics? No. But I can support you. You know, I can support what you're trying to do. Um, Gabby Thomas, I support that, but um, I'm not watching that shit. I wasn't right. watching. I said Shakari was running or not, though. I just wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, like you said, we want her to win. We just want her to win and just that's it. Smoke them folks. That's and it. Talk your shit. Talk, talk when, your shit, girl. I like that shit. And I, bla- I like shit. I like it when we black. I love being unapologetically black. Right. So I, I wanted shit. I wanted her to have that gold medal on that fucking stage with her lace front. With her nails, it's like a hundred dollars with them that's lashes. So that's so hard to be exuding all that black girl magic because they they always want you to tone it down. They want you. Oh no, that's too much. You're doing too much. Why? This is this is my culture. You know what I'm saying? This is what we are. This is how we do. So I love the fact that she's not toned down for nothing. Fuck that. That's hard. This is who I am. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into the main topic. <laughs>
So, can you give us a brief breakdown of what the new hit Doreen's Favorite is about? Well, um, so Doreen's Favorite, I'm going to give you the most briefest response I can. Um, (laughs) So, a few years ago, I started, um, I did a project called The Seabus Project. I wanted to tell my actual life story, but I did it in podcast format, and I called it a story cast. So every week I would drop an episode that was, you know, in conjunction with my life and it followed like a chronological order. So I remember that. Yeah. yeah, After a while, I'm like, damn, hold on. Because the feedback I got back was immense. I'm talking about like, especially it was one person, a major person. I don't want to say the name because I hate I I was about to say it. Good thing you didn't say it. I'm not going to say his name, but he, we spoke. He was like, yo, that shit is dope. And I was like, I appreciate it. This is a guy that I had a relationship years ago, but. He's like, and I give you a clue, he's the one who got Dipset back together. But so he heard it. Oh, wait, then it's not the guy I thought it was. Oh, no, no. (laughs) So this person, he was just like, yo, fire. So anyways, um, late on, my producer, Mr. Ryan Smith, who I owe everything to on that album. So he was like, yo, I got this record for you. And I'm like, I was like, oh, that's the record that you made, whatever. He was like, yeah, because I gave it to three rappers. Two of them are big rappers. And they loved the record initially, but nobody never recorded it. Again, I don't want to say their names. Mm-hmm. Fire. He was like, yo, why don't you do the record? He was like, yo, man, this whole time we messing around with these rappers. And and he's like, and you here? He's like, bro, I get it. You're not a rapper. But he's like, yo, you could, you know all that shit. I'm like, and I thought about it. And he's like, nah, I'll write your rhymes. I said, hell no, I'll do it. I said, nigga, never, never. <laughs> I'll write my Oh, you ain't gonna have no ghostwriter story. I said, not even. I said, I said, I'll I'll let it be trash before I let you write my shit. <laughs> so we spoke about it and I sat on, I'm like, damn, I want to do this record. And it's a it was a remake of a classic record that we all love. So I was like, damn. I said, I might still do it. So, anyways, from there, and I just told him, I said, yo, man, um, I'm gonna do an album. I had a track on my album called DeLorean on the Seabus Project, but it never uh-huh. made it onto it. The I recorded an episode of me and my brothers. We went back in time to talk. Well, me, I went back in time to talk to my pops right before he went on a date with my mother to the movies. And I was going to tell him, like, yo, listen, man, look, you got to change your life because you fucking us up in the future. You fucked oh, us wow. up. Oh, wow. That's deep. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, you messed us up. So I need you to do right by her because it really plays a part in our future. And I told my brothers, they'll be going back. My brothers recorded their parts. I was playing my pop's voice. I just hated how it sounded. And I mm. called it DeLorean. And I also had a, a, a thing called Drug Dealer Time Machine, an episode in the New Hype show. Uh, and I was like, damn, this shit sound crazy. So I was like, all right. So I called my producer. I said, yo, dude, I'm going to do an album, bro. I said, but look, I want, I'm going to do an audio book of my whole life from when I landed in America till now and, you know, my adventures through the industry. It was a lot of stuff that I took out. So mm-hmm. he was like, yo, he said, yo, I'm going to do this. So when he heard it, when I tell you I'm sending him the tracks, he was just knocking them back. Boom. He, he, the music that he was like, yo, bro, I already had the whole album, but I just didn't know it was for you. He was wow. like, oh, this shit is crazy. So the, the songs are coming back like this. Just not even songs, just the stories are coming back like this. And mm-hmm. here we are. That's that's actually pretty amazing. That sounds like that shit was meant to be. That's what we said. That's exactly what we've been saying. We were like, yo, man, look, I've been in this shit for how long, dog? I'm talking about, I got stories. And he was just like, he said, all of that shit happened for now, bro. He said, think about it. 
all the shit you went through in your life, in the music business, you interned, you did this, you did that, you met all these great people, all of that shit was for you to tell your story. It wasn't even for them. He's like, I know you felt like you should have been on a level of whatever. You was next to all these great people, but he was like, nah, bro, look at it. Sit back and really look at it. Look how your shit ended up. A lot of people were, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you wanted to be the man on the level where you thought you was going to be at. Yeah. But then, but now you I had your thought, own yeah, story to tell. Right. I never thought I was going to be an artist. I never mm-hmm. wanted to be an artist. It was just like, yo, he was like, bro, you groomed yourself for it and you didn't know. So when I sat back and I looked, I was like, shit, I did. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny. Shit. Out, honestly. Yeah. When things are supposed to go the way it's supposed to go. Yeah. It, it happens. You know what I'm saying? And what what was some of the things that inspired you to do this, though? Like, what made you go, you know what? Even though you just said how you did the Seabiz project and all that, yeah. what made you want to even, like, sh- tell that much about yourself? And it was crazy because I'm usually I don't tell nobody shit about me. And I um I, I went into like a depression for a while. Um, you know, since I moved or whatever. I haven't had an acting gig since 2017. I just honestly turned down yeah, that's another story. But I just went into a depression. But at the same time when I got depressed, I created. I started creating. Started pump because I write as well. I write screenplays. So mm. the shit that I was coming up with, I said, nah, I ain't playing. But growing up my whole life, I was always inspired by the street guys. Always had street guys in my family, like I said on the album. My uncles, number one street guys. I remember one particular time I flew out to, um, I was in the Caribbean, and I linked up with one of my uncles. He got deported years ago. It's a crazy story behind that. A lot of your favorite rappers came in contact with my uncles. He used to hang with Master P. He used to hang with Scarface. He know these niggas by first names. Oh, damn. And, yeah, when I was out there chopping it up with him, you know, Without saying too much, I was in the street myself. And when I told him that, his eyes lit up. He was like, I knew it. He said, he was looking, he's like, it was a badge of honor for him when I said that. So he was like, oh, nephew. Are you in the family business? He was like, you was in the family business. I was like, but the thing is with me, I'm not really a dude that you wouldn't know that unless I tell you. And, you know, I had got, what's funny, years ago, I got arrested. I got arrested in 2015. And I got pinched for something that I really didn't do. But it was a sign for me to stop everything else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I took that as a sign. I said, nah, not doing that. So <laughs> I had like, you know, it was a, that was the close call. It was like, I dodged that bullet. I said, oh, never again. And I just like, yo, I got to do something. You know, I started the podcast, started going in. Everybody just kept telling me, like, yo, bro, your stories are amazing. And I'm like, you think so? No, said, you do have a then. slick Rick type thing to you. Like you can, you can weave a tail. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, and I'm like, and I'm telling niggas, yo, these shits, is, they not even made up. These is official stories, like, mm-hmm. and I was just all like, you, if you, if I show you my inbox, yo, bro, that story you told, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, this life story is coming, and I'm usually a dude that's reserved. I told a lot, but I didn't say much because I still could tell you a lot, but you still ain't gonna know me. And, exactly. You know, Scorpios, we really don't like people in our business. We're real private people, so. Like, I, I would have a whole bunch going on in this side. You wouldn't even know it. So it's like, that's how I like to keep it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to share just enough so you can know me, but just know the shell. You ain't going to really know too much. I shared a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So when I was, it was certain stories I had to take out and certain things. My producer's like, nah, bro, don't say that. I'm like, come on, man. He's like, nah, don't say He's like, take that out, please. I was like, no. <laughs> I'm talking about the day I was submitting the album, he was like, Yo, take, I was like, not taking out. We was fighting. I was like, nope, 
No, I'm, not, I'm I'm keeping that part. No, I don't care no more. I'm submitting it. I don't care. <laughs> and <laughs> he, he made me take out like two parts of like certain things. And I was like, so as I'm listening to it now, I said, Okay, yeah, maybe he was right, but I ain't tell him. He might know now. He listened to the he listened to the show, <laughs> but <laughs> so I just kept. I was saying, I was like, damn, you know what? This audio book is gonna inspire somebody. Where that came from? That came from Ice T. I was up at um, I was at Engine Room Studios in Full Force. We was doing the um, promo run, so I got I, I work with them. So we was doing a promo run. I forget, did they have a record out or album? Was he pushing the album? Either or, we was doing a promo run. So we was up at the Engine Room Studio. So. Right before, I love that studio. Yeah, studio fly shit. So right before we about to go do the interview, we sat down in the, in the dressing room, not even the dressing room, like a little break room. Right before you go into the studios, and we chopping it up with Ice T and me. You know, every time I'm around OGs and they talking, I my ears be perked up. I'm like, let me listen, because them niggas just drop game, and you know how Ice T talk, right? Yeah, like Finn, too, too just, old. Just yeah, he's sitting down. <laughs> he's sitting down directly in front of me. I'm standing by the fridge. He said, hey, man, ain't even about being the best. It's about being first. And I said, mm, and I had the ugly face like I heard a beat. I said, mm. so, I held that, on that, to that That shit. was spot on. I, just, <laughs> I held on to that bar, that little gem. Yo, he was dropping so many jewels that, you know, shit you can't even wear. Shit, you just got a hole. I said, nah, that right there. And I kept that in the back of my mind when I was about to record the album. And I you gotta said, be the best. You just gotta be I the said, first. Yeah, yeah. I said, "Oh, Ice T. Okay, okay, okay." So, and you know, when then we did the episode. He gave me a shout out, everything. So I never forgot that. So I'm recording the album. Yo, this, yo, God is so funny. So, boom. I have my equipment in the house. I got my my mixers, my microphones, everything that I have. Mind you, this equipment has been working good for the past five years. Mm-hmm. Never had an issue with my equipment. Never one day. I record podcasts, you know, I people used to, I used to do shows with it. I had other podcasts I was producing. I would take the equipment out there, whatever. So the day I decided to record my album. Everything started in, working, huh? Yeah, I plugged in my mixer, put it on, put it in the laptop. No sound. I said, okay, try another USB port because, you know, it happened before. Tweak the microphone, whatever. Nothing. About 40 tries later, nothing. I'm getting frustrated. Tried it on my desktop. Called my sister. Put it in her computer. Didn't work. Tried another laptop. Tried another laptop. Yo, when I told you I was punching air like train boys in the hood. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, yo, right when I want to do the album, I was like, yo, did somebody put a dark cloud over me? Like, yo, what? Yo, I was going off. So I'm like, all right. You know, get back, focus. I'm like, tomorrow I'm going to try something else. I'm going to go to Sam Mash. I'm going to drive over here, get this piece that I think would work. Didn't have the piece. Couldn't find it. They didn't have it. Drove to mute. Um... The music factory store, wherever, drove there. They didn't have it. Damn, you like, showing you know your age. Let, <laughs> let me get another. Let me look for this other piece, this USB extension, and let me get this other. Nothing worked. I said, yo, what in the fuck? So I said, you know what? Let me get rid of this equipment. So what I did was I went I went to Best Buy, bought all new equipment. Shit was fire. Recorded the album in like two, two, two hours. So two hours and how? When did you decide to make it though? So oh, when like I just, in two hours you made it. What when when did you decide to make it before it was released? Like like around what time? It was released um, June first. It came out June first. I was sitting on the album for like a good six seven months. Oh I wow! Was, yeah, it was done. We were just mixing it and not even mixing, just pulling apart this. And I was still doing. I was. I did the photos. I did the photo shoot since February. 
I did all I did everything just so it would give me time to tweak what I needed to tweak and do oh but sidebar I ended up selling equipment to a kid out here I sold it to him I gave it to him for like eighty dollars my equipment is worth hundreds so I said here take it you know this motherfucker records his podcast with the equipment perfect nothing nothing wrong with it <laughs> I said yo what I was like yo what the fuck so anyways right I finished it I, it was like around December I decided I'm gonna do the album I did the album in January I knocked that shit out whatever in my booth whatever killed it because well, I, I basically had the the lineup of what i was going to talk about I took other stuff out but i knew exactly what i was going to talk about i had it written down so and i'm usually a type i'm shoot straight from the hip i know but this one i say you know what i'm gonna be detailed it's gonna go ahead it's gonna go ahead it's gonna go ahead no, so man, wait sorry to cut you off but i just mm-hmm. want to let, let them know about your rollout so yeah he 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 says <laughs> january he was already done with this i want y'all to know this nigga his actual Album cover. He's sitting in an actual DeLorean. DeLorean from Back <laughs> to the Future. The the, yep. DeLor- the time machine that needs a flux capacitor and plutonium. Yes. He's sitting in it like it's <laughs> a regular Honda Civic. <laughs> and then he also puts out these '90s rap concert T-shirts mm-hmm. as merch. I have mine on right now. To be very Yo, honest with you, thank you <laughs> so much. I have mine on. Right now, those things sold so much, I couldn't believe it. When I went to the back end to look at it, I was like, Oh, shit, motherfuckers it, really fuck with it! Like, it was a legit album rollout. Like, I have not seen graphics like that. Like, it, what they got on title, the interactive covers that's pretty <laughs> much what the cover is. And I'm like, How the fuck did this nigga do this? Shit. Like, like and you know, it's crazy. I did the cover myself. I did the cover yeah. myself uh, because, yo, it was like, yo, it, coming up as an entrepreneur, you know, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Shit got got to get done. Yourself, yep. I said, I, I was it. telling people, <laughs> designers, yo, I need it like this. They wasn't getting it. I said, fuck that. I'm good with Photoshop. I said, bloop, 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 bloop. Did my shit. Sent the producer. He was like, yo, that's fine. I was like, good. Simplicity. That's all I want. I said, "Yo, I'm a, I'm a minimalist. That's all I need." It, and it was, it was, it was fire simplicity though. It was exactly. like exactly. It was a, all I needed. A humble brag. Mm-hmm. It was a cool, exactly. quiet braggadocio. Yeah. You know who I learned I that was from? Like, I learned that from Hov. Yeah, because Hov, his album covers be yeah. so simple. He don't be over the top. <laughs> it be clean, but the shit still send a message. Like he'll have it. He'll have his like he'll have that um the shit in front of his face, his hand in front of his face. And you'll see the Roly, but it'll exactly. be a regular black shirt. Exactly. <laughs> it'll be a one-on-one. Shit costs like five million dollars. You like, God damn, hoes. Yeah, so <laughs> quite quite humble bragging. And, yeah, you know, I mean, because I, I'm telling y'all, I only seen the DeLorean probably one time, and it was on 42nd Street for some type of something. <laughs> so for him to sit in one was like, I was just I, I was appalled. Like even if you sat in a Lamborghini or Ferrari, I don't think I would have been as yeah. I, and as that's I the thing too. I, a, I didn't want that. I'm I'm an old school cat, so I'm just like you know. In the era I come from, the guys they wouldn't allow that. They'd be like, "Nah, you gonna you gotta get something classic, bro. Don't get something that somebody else got." But I said specifically that because I had the track title, you know, DeLorean, uh-huh. and I was like, "Damn, you know what?" And when I actually um, I told the photographer my idea. It was a young lady. She takes dope pictures. I said, "Yo." When I told her, she was like, oh, that shit was fire. She didn't see it until I showed her the billboard in New York City. She was like, get the fuck out of here. And I showed it to her. I said, yo, that's your picture up there. So 
when she actually saw the cover and she was like, oh, okay. Then I let her hear the album. She got the whole thing. Because the DeLorean was supposed to symbolize me going back and telling my whole story. That, that was it, the simplicity of it. I, I, people got it. <laughs> you know I, I, mean? I like the way you said my, my billboard in New York City like it was mad regular, like it was normal. Yes, he had the billboard in what, Times Square, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, it was Times Square. Yeah, just regular shit, you know. Yeah, it was regular. Was, but you want to hear something crazy about that? <laughs> that was the right down the block was Quad City Studios. That was the last place I saw DMX alive in the studio at two in the morning. Oh, so wow! And it wasn't until I was standing in front of it one day. I was with my boy, and we was looking at the billboard, and I said, "And all I'm he's looking at the billboard. He's like, yo, bro, you on the billboard?'" And I'm just like, "Damn, that's the last place I saw DMX was in that building." That's all I'm thinking about, and I'm just like, "Fuck." I'm coming That's- out the bathroom, him and Swiss. I'm thinking, like Cat Williams said, I thought this nigga was 7'12". Me and this nigga the same height. So you I'm lying. Like, swear to God. Swear to God. DMX seemed like he's like a good 6'15". Exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> this nigga was my height. I said, what the? Wait, X, wait, what? <sighs> you? Nah, no way. Stop. So shocked by this. Because I came out the bathroom, him and Swiss. And you look like, man, yo, go back to me. I'm like, I said, but that's X. So Lou was walking towards me. And Lou was like, oh, there's X right there. And we're like, oh, that's DMX. This was, I forgot what year this was. But I'm just looking at my, the billboard and I'm like, shit, this is the building Pop got shot in. And same building Pop got shot in. Yeah, same building Pop got shot in. Yep. And I'm sitting there and this is the last place I saw DMX. That's all I was thinking about. You know, my, I'm supposed to be happy, but I'm like, X. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm just like, damn, man. Yeah, that, like, that, that ruins a lot of fucking days sometimes. It does, I'll be sitting man. there like, that's how I was when Kobe first died. I was like, oh, forget it. That I'm still, I'm. Yeah, I'm still not over that. I'm, I'm not, not over pop that smoke. And oh, it's like, man. so with DMX, I'm like, damn, like, that's your childhood right there. Like, like that's a hero. So, yeah, I, I totally feel you on that one. Like, and I actually, that's another studio. I love the studio. Like, the studio yeah, I, is really I, it, where I, I love very it. Very nice. I like and, that and studio, it's like Because no, I, I feel like the studio, that's where all the magic happens, all the creativity happens. And when I tell you when I went to Quad Studios, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but I, I imagine it felt like like when people come to church and they ain't been in church a long time and they feel God, that's how I feel when I walk into, when I walk into the Quad Studios. Like, mm-hmm. I felt the energy... Of all the legends and the elites in there, like that shit is different in there. Um, but yeah, I don't know how we got that topic, but yeah, no, nah, that was a, a billboard and um in Times Square. Just just letting y'all know, fuck yeah, being man. humble. This is just not what we're gonna do. Um, you kind of answered the other question I had because I had a question about how the events in your life kind of made you the man you were today. Oh no, but sidebar, like you know the events of my life. You um, I was thinking about. You know, when I was doing the album, I'm like, my main thing was to relatability because it was a lot of oh shit moments that my homeboy, I had homeboys, you know, they was taking clips from my album while they was driving and it, everybody had the oh shit, oh shit, that happened to me. That's the shit I was looking for. I wanted people, no matter where you from, ghetto, once you from ghetto America, USA, you could be from Compton, you know, um, Houston, you could be from Jersey, you could be from Miami. You're going to relate to the album. I don't give a fuck what I was talking about. Cause you're gonna say, yo, that happened to me. Oh, you got robbed, nigga took your chain, or you was, you know, this and this. Everybody was on AOL, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a everybody fact. went to high school, everybody had a spot they would congregate at before high school. Everybody, 
threw their sneakers in the trash. Everybody remember this. I mean, you know, summer like NY, but everybody got their favorite rappers. Like maybe Jay Z is not your goat from your area. Scarface is your goat. Cool, but you got a goat. You relate to it. Boom. Mm-hmm. Snoop is your goat. You from? That's why I was like, yo, I made this album. I know everybody gonna relate. Never mind the names, but you take the names out, replace with whoever you want. It's gonna be the same fucking story. But like, like I said before, you can weave a tale so much that I honestly, whenever I listen to it, I feel like I'm in New York undercover. And I feel like mm. you're JT. Like, like, cause it, mm. it, it, I, I feel the, I remember the 90s and like, like mm. and how gritty it was. Yeah. And like, even, like, I feel like the New York City was like a big gray ass cloud in the 90s and we just wore bright colors. Like we wore red bed jackets mm, and we wore like yellow vances and stuff like that. And it was such a gritty world, but we were shining throughout the entire time. Mm, like the music like was better. So when like when you do the when I'm listening to it, I was like, damn, I could really visualize everything. Like and everything seems so down and dreary. And don't get me wrong, like you said, ain't no summer like New York summer. But like every episode you're gonna cover, think about it. It yeah. was always the grayest, darkest. It was gray. Now and JC got a yellow band. He got jacket. a yellow. And, and, and Eddie got a red Vincent. Yeah. And they got the butters on. But everything mm. around them. Is, but they are in vivid color. That's how I, I envision the world when I listen to the um Doreen's favorite. By the That's way, crazy. happy belated birthday to Miss Doreen, your oh, grandma. Man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Shit, happy man. belated to her. Yeah, and she... I just want to. <laughs> She was she amazing. Right. She amazing. I know she feel me because I'm seeing mad. I see her name everywhere. It's crazy. I started her because her last name was different from mine. So I would see her last name everywhere I go. And then all of a sudden I'm seeing all these ladies named Doreen. I'm watching Firefly Lean Cup like months ago. The mother name was Doreen. I went to some. I see. I said, "Oh, you talking?" That's my nephew's me? mother name. Really? Yes. I, see, I was like, "Yo, you know his mama." Yeah. And everywhere I go, I see DeLoreans now. I was eating. I was out with my um my daughter' birthday the other day. The guy in the in, in the restaurant had a DeLorean T-shirt. I said, "Yep." She talking to me. She telling me, "Yeah, you did the right thing." That's all I wanted was confirmation from her that she know like, "Yo, this for you." Oh, so and, you definitely got it. If you see it, and I way? got it, and I'm saying, even my sister was texting me, she was like, "Yo." Bro, I was somewhere. Look what this lady did. She was in some Facebook group. Some lady drew a DeLorean. Something like she drew it and showed it. And she was like, see, look at the signs. I said, I know. I'm seeing the shit everywhere I go now. I said, that's her talking to me. I know she see it and she feel it. I was just like, I wish she was physically here. But I said, you know what? I put her name on Broadway. I said, your Yo, name on Broadway. And that's huge. That's huge. For any... <laughs> For any grandma, that is huge. Facts. Okay. Not her so favorite. Tell, so, you know, I'm really her I'm favorite. I'm sure she feels you. And I yeah. wanted to, because I wanted to tell you which one. You know, my favorite one was You Got Mail, which Facts. I'm on Wifey. <laughs> I like, what I really like is Respect the Jokes. Woo! Because you were very vulnerable on Respect the Jokes. That, that's the real. I love got Five me. Mics. You did. I, I love Five Mics because, son, like now, I can't stand Benzino, but the source was legit. Our Bible and everything you said on that was like for facts, real. for real. Um, it's so many. I have I have a few. So my favorite, you know, is you got mail, and then I love goat. Of when course, you, when you talking about because you know we got the same favorite goat. So of course, that's we that's on the whole shit. 
And I did like your. I really enjoyed your story about the um when you was coming up in the nineties. But when you were saying, oh, which one was it? Because I feel like I'm I'm confusing it with one of which them. one? Fam records. Let me let me double check. No, are we gonna talk about that one too? But um, I'm confusing. I I, I not. It's not the crack era. Coconuts versus Americans. I like oh man. And, um. Um, the coming to America one, because I honestly did not know you weren't born here until yeah. um you said that. Word. I didn't know I, you wasn't born. That, here. You know, it's crazy. A lot of people in there they was like, "Y'all thought you?" Were... I was like, "Nah, I just took." Because remember, I was yo, you drop a fucking baby in the forest, <laughs> like that's what it literally was to me. It's, yeah. They just dropped me. Boom, you're gonna adapt, right? You remember what happened to Tarzan? <laughs> you know what <laughs> that's what <laughs> he became. became he be- a wild yeah, man. exactly. That's what he became. You to drop that kid in any. Environment at the time, drop him in with the sheep. He's gonna become fucking sheep. He's dropping him in with the fucking wolves. That's what he became. And it was like that's a, that's the best example I could figure because it was like, yeah, I'm from this other country though, but I had my lucky part is I had family here from like the late 60s, 70s. You know what I'm saying? Like they was just here. You know, my pops used to travel when he was in the army or whatever, so he was go to Canada, England, and shit. So. When my grandmother and them finally came here, they I think they came here. I want to say my grandmother came in the 70s. And I want to say late 70s. But her brothers and her cousins, they were here like early 70s and things like that. So they was already established, you know, buying a property and shit. So they was good. They got they got brownstones. You know, when, it, when the shit went up, they, that was five million, whatever. So we mm-hmm. was here. So when I came, you know, pause, I got dropped off in the crack era. And the golden age of hip hop. That's when I, I, yo, yo, life couldn't happen. That shit was the perfect storm for me. Look yeah. when I got dropped off. Look when I got dropped yeah. off in the height of the crack era. I'm Where literally eighty eight, right? School on the yellow brick road. I'm not telling you when. I'm literally. <laughs> dropped, you think you slick? You think you slick? So I literally got I, dropped I almost off. Got you, I almost got you. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, nah, it was earlier than that though, but I was. <laughs> It was way before 88. So my um, <laughs> I got dropped and I was swept like these crack vials. Like I literally like, I wasn't even making it up. Like I'm walking to school with crack vials on the floor. I didn't know what it was. And I'm just looking at it. Me and my friends. We you didn't know what it was. You ain't supposed to know what the fuck crack Yeah, we didn't not supposed to until later on. Like, yo, you know this motherfucker crackhead. I'm like, what's a crackhead? And then I had I swear to you, I had an accent for maybe a, less than a summer. My uncle used to tear me up. I remember one time he told me what I said. I said, I said that when I was a kid with an accent. I was like, did they make fun of me? My uncle was like, yeah. He said, yo, I ain't gonna lie, but you lost your accent quick. Because, you know, kids, when they get around other kids, they mimic them. Yeah. So, like, my, my, sponges. Yeah, sponges. Like, my, my youngest, my youngest talked the most Spanish out of everybody. You know what I'm saying? And what's crazy, because her sisters, they talk like, they talk with the accent. My my kids talking the Caribbean accent is so funny to me. They haven't been to Guyana, but you tell them, they'd be like, yeah, we Guyanese all day. <laughs> but it, it's just crazy to me. It's, it, it's crazy. But when I'm, you know, I'm with all the American kids now, I'm American. You can't tell me shit. I'm all word to your mother, like everything. And then, you know, I grew up with five percenters. So it was always peace, God. Yo, what up, son? I'll call you son because you shot. That's what. Because you shot like yeah. boy. I used all to hate the OG that. hustler <laughs> niggas talk like that to me. So coming up, Wu Tang was. You can't a, just say hi. Like, you know, right, you right. <laughs> but that's how I grew up. Yo, what up, money? Yo, what up, money? Grip. Yo, I just like that. So that's how I grew up talking. And it was just like for that one summer, 
I came here in the summer. I never forget. I'm not gonna tell you the year. Dropped me off in the summer. <laughs> I was outside with the kids. My pops was like, "Yo, you gonna go to that school?" My accent was trash. I was trying to talk much. I was talking in the house. Went to school. Came back. My accent was gone. I'm talking just like the kids. You wouldn't believe it. I just came here the year before. So now I'm seeing all my friends and shit, the way they talking and shit, they dressing. They listening to LL. I'm listening to LL now. I know all his rhymes. I could tell you every other. LL was what Jay-Z is to me right now. That's what LL was to me when I was a kid. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're giving us a time, I love, a time zone. I'm just I saying, love you're giving LL. us a time frame right now. <laughs> I, I, yo, yo, I was BDP Don't all day. Radio. Don't I was KRS-One all day. You couldn't Scotland tell Rock? Shit. You couldn't, yo, I, getting, I could recite, I could recite Cool J, I could recite KRS. I had, yo, I had Rakim shit written down, like, I was thirsty, and I, you know, it's crazy that I became friends with Bobby Simmons later on, that's crazy, we, we actually shot a reality show pilot that had, um, I'm gonna send Bobby you Simmons a, from, um, the Flavor the, Videos. Yeah. Yeah, that's my, like, that's my guy right there, it's so crazy how life works, I used to watch him on TV. I remember calling up there to ask for a hit him up, but that's another story. But <laughs> I was um, I have I have a video. I'm gonna send it to you. Uh, I shot a, a reality pilot with Melly Mel, Ice, uh, not Ice T, a uh, Melly Mel, um, Bobby Simmons. He's close friends with my father. That Melly and, uh, Mel. Melly Mel. Yeah. I, yeah, you from the home of hip hop. I could but, never stand him, but that's yeah, like he's it. close friends with my father. <laughs> but one thing I tell you, that dude, yo, you, yo, yo, who's the best? I'm the fucking best. That's Melly. You know how Melly Mel talk. Melly Mel mm-hmm. just like that. Yeah. He talking like he rapping just like this. Yeah. I used to grow up that nigga used to be in the house. Trust and believe. I couldn't just stand like him that. as a child. But he definitely was the same. <laughs> saying, yo, and, yo, and he brolic as shit. Like, Melly Mel don't play that shit. But the coconuts, but back to the coconuts and Americans, what I was trying to say, like, during that time, like, it was real. When we was talking about the Haitians prior, like, you, you only could be Jamaican. That was it. But me, my friend was like, fuck that. We got in these. What up? Ah, okay, blah, blah, blah. Later on, you know, the American people were like, oh, these Caribbean people go back to their country. I'm like, why? Why would you say that? And from, from a kid, I always knew, like, yo, we're the same fucking people. We just got dropped off first during the slave trade. That's all it was. We're the same people. And I used to always That's tell people that. I used to be Dominicans like, yo, what are we and Puerto Ricans for? included. All yeah. that. We all are just the we're same the slaves same. with a different road stop. Yeah, we just, I, my people probably come from somewhere in Ghana because I got a cousin, his pops is from Ghana, and his mother, who's my aunt, yo, you see his cousins? We we look alike. That's We not even blood, so I know my people come from that area. I'm like, yo, we all the same. I could go to Houston and see somebody look like me, but I wasn't born here. Well, we mm-hmm. all the fucking same. That's so when, Yeah, like, in Caribbean people used to be like, oh, these Americans lazy, and I said, they're not lazy. They work for free in this country all these years. You think they're going to take any fucking job? So I used to have beef on That's both sides. And I used to kind of no, argue. Because you, you a troll. Huh? <laughs> Excuse me, you a troll. You like rocking the boat. That's why I wasn't even <laughs> awesome. Oh, I, I was on both sides like, now. Nah, I really was, though. Sides. No, I really was on both sides. Because I used to be like, yo, why y'all always beefing with each other? And then, because all the American girls that I knew, they was having babies by Caribbean dudes. That was the shit. I, I was like, see? I, I do tend to date mm-hmm. first generation See? Caribbean men. But this I is do what I be to. talking about. Look, <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like yo, it's not insane. It just happens. It literally a, happens. Yo. I'll be going with somebody like, oh, so you're from you? You got a parade on Labor Day? Like I don't do that. <laughs> it just it just happens. It's just happening. 
Yo. So, I mean, like, not in a while, but, like, usually I get, like, first generation, like, when they get angry, they start Yo. fucking talking to Because yeah, I don't I'm know there. what you said, so I'm going to take it as disrespect. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, yo, but that's crazy, though. <laughs> I had girls used to make me do that shit. Everybody, yo, talk in your accent. Let me hear you. I was like, yo, come on. Don't do that. No, let me hear you, baby. I'm like, yeah, the way I do. I'm like, right, they be like, oh, my God. My shit is a lake. I'm like, what? I find it so disrespectful because I don't know what the fuck you say. Huh? I don't know what you say to me, so I find it disrespectful. Don't talk to me like that. I don't know what you're talking to Yo, watch what the fuck you say to me. I had a I girl, her mom tried to play me. Her mom's like, oh, they gonna call him. He probably eating that curry again. I'm like, really? So I made fun of her eating some chitlins or something. She was tight. But I'm like, yo, I just shot Dinky, back. Dinky, we don't play about our chitlins. Dinky, but she Dinky shot at me, play. though. I was like, you eating pork out of a pickle bottle. I said, ew, we would never. <laughs> yo, listen, leave my people so alone. Mad. That is our culture, okay? She we was mad at me. I was <laughs> like, why are you shooting at me, miss? I was like, I know you from the deep, deep Savannah, Georgia. I get it. But why are you shooting at me? I was back in my head. I'll be having your daughter ankles behind her ears. But hey, it's what it is. You know what wow. Saying? Wow. <laughs> I was just saying, like, with that one, I, because, I, <laughs> like, I had a whole show about how I was, like, real envious of, you know, Caribbean people for having the country that could link themselves to with pride. And growing up, like, of course, it was Jamaicans and all that. But I didn't really see that. And I, I hate to be like the person who doesn't see color, but I really it was like, oh, you're Jamaican. I everybody was black to me, like you know. What right, saying? right, when right, they, right. When yeah. I got to know more people and they got to tell me more things about where they were from and where their family's from, I'm like, oh wow, like Guyana, Jamaica, Grenada, all types of things. Yeah. I was Panama. I wasn't privy to, so I honestly, I'm gonna say high school. Because wow. I actually went to I went to Catholic school, so honestly, everybody's pretty much Spanish. Everybody's Puerto Rican or Dominican, and I only my mother t- like put me in there for education purposes. It wasn't That's... like, oh, you know, not don't go around black people. Just like, hey, it's better education here. Just you, just gonna be one of five black people, and in, in the class. But once I went to high school in public high school, I got to see more people, more different cultures. And I was like, that's why when I, I heard this thing, I was like, damn, people was going at it that hard because I really wasn't. But then I would hear in school somebody say African booty cracker. And then, like, I found out my cousin was Haitian when I was in, like, high school. (laughs) Like, because his last name is Wild French. I never thought nothing of it. And then I was like, you're Haitian? Like, yeah. And my cousin was like, you know, know, my brother's Haitian, too, right? I was like, my my cousin? Your brother? Like, he's Haitian? Like, yeah. Why you think his last name? I said, get out. Like, I never knew it was such a, a... uh, divide back in those days for being from a Caribbean country versus being just, you know, black American. So, re- like, listening to that, that shit, like, definitely put me on some stuff, too. Now I know that it's definitely a divide, but I didn't know it was that bad growing up where people were denying who they were just to seem cool. That shit was crazy to me. And it, it's just so I much on that, that album. I, I really that. enjoyed it. It's a lot on that album. I really enjoyed. You really dropped a lot of jewels. Thank you so, so much. Thank I want to know, even though I don't want you, you're not going to give too much away. I can't even get you to tell you eight. So <laughs> my question for you is, uh-huh. what's next for C-Bay? Well, what's funny, Um, again, I was talking to my producer. I, I speak to this guy a hundred times a day. Um, I'm actually 
well, he told me not to. He was like, nah, bro, not yet. I'm actually shooting a, shooting something right now. Just put something together. That's going to, it will go viral and it's going to go, it's going to blow it out of the water. But I was actually trying to, you know, pre-produce my new album that I already got oh. plans for the blueprint for that one. If y'all like this one, I think the next one is, it's, this one is out of space on this one. But he's telling me, no. Let this one rock for two summers. Shout out to Ryan Smith. Like, I, I, but Ryan, let me give let me give Ryan his roses. That's first of all, because ever since I was a kid, was crazy. He lived right in my building, lived upstairs. He was the hip hop guy. He lived in my building. He's the old school cat. All the records in his um in the crates. You go to his house, it look like a museum. He got all the crates, mixing records, making beats since I was a kid. Literally since I was a baby, he lived right in my building, in in you know upstairs from me in, in the '90s, and Always, when I started my label, he would give us beats and stuff like that. You know, he was the one at Busta Rhymes video shoot. Woo-ha. He was all that. In fact, he was the hater when I came outside as a baby talking about, nah, reasonable doubts and shit. Nah, you know, it was written to shit. All the older guys. Was oh, damn. Good. You've known him for a while. Yeah, I knew him since I was. He, he's like years older than me or whatever. But since I was a baby, I was always fighting the older guys because I was the one. I was the one, in fact, told him Lil Wayne was going to be what he was. And this was from 99, I told him. I said, Lil Wayne is going to be the one of the greatest. I said this. I argued with niggas about this because I <laughs> saw it in Lil Wayne since I was a kid. I told niggas that shit. Fucking, but I told him about Hove too. I said, Hove is the greatest. And I said this when Biggie was alive. You see what I'm saying? So it wasn't mm-hmm. like, I love Biggie. Biggie's, on my, Biggie's my top three. So... But Ryan, yo, that's my guy right there. It, it's his sound that made Doreen to another level because those beats, the production on it, Lord Jesus. When I listen and to the those song beats, before the segment, people, I just want y'all to know that is the Ryan's production. Yeah, that is off Doreen's favorite. Actually, the the title track. That's the, yeah, the, the title track there. right there. That's that's him. He yo the whole thing. Like it, when I heard it, I said, "Oh, this is it right here, bro. This is like." And I told him I didn't want beats for it. I said I want you to score it, score it like a film. You know when a film gets scored, yeah, that's and what it, I it, it makes I, I don't the movie exactly. Mm-hmm. I said I want you to make this thing a movie for everybody and to see everybody bumping it out of their cars. I'm like, damn, they bumping my shit out of whips. An audio book? I said, good. I said, thank you, Ice T. Everything you said, I'm taking it in the first because I promise you. Because this I, is your literal mm-hmm. soundtrack to your life. Exactly. This is it, but I'm working on, you know, I'm working on some more stuff right now um, as far as, you know, promotion for for Doreen. Um, I, I'm promoting it as a rap record, but technically as an audio book. So mm-hmm. I'm promoting it as if it's an actual record, but only thing is I can't perform. What I want to do is... Well, you Why can't not? Why you can't No, no but that's the thing. I'm, I'm kind of uh, in limbo right now of the type of show I'm doing because it's in pre-production right now of the but I will say this: I am doing a live show, so. Oh. So um, where nice. will it be though? In New York City, baby. Where else? I don't know. In you New York, nah, like New York City. I do. You know, it's funny. I practically, I shit. I'm in New York all the time. I just don't be telling people. I just because I be working. Mm-hmm. Incognito, you are all in the time. Negro. You know how we do. You know how we move. <laughs> but I'm, um, yeah, I'm. I want to work on the new album, but he's telling me, slow your roll. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Yeah, I mean, let, let, let us digest this pause for a little yeah. while longer. So, you know, every time, I like the fact that every time I hear it, I, I learn something new. I, I realize something different. 
Like every mm-hmm. time I watch The Wire, I see something new. <laughs> so Jeez. I want <laughs> exactly. But I want to <laughs> thank you for taking time out your busy. Nah, man. Thank you so much for having me. I yo, thank you. It's an honor to be here. Trust me. You know, and of course, you're gonna be back like you always are. Yo, and I appreciate you. <laughs> of course, of course, please. And but like I said, people, um, download Doreen's favorite. Um, tune into the new hype show. Um, his you at at real Colin Biz on Instagram. Yes, man. And what's your Twitter? Same My thing. My Twitter, real Colin Biz. Um. TikTok, real Colin Biz, uh, and my um, Biz One Z. Facebook is uh, One Z, yeah, and Facebook is Colin Biz as well. Okay, so great having you, sir. Thank and you now so much for our weekly hustle. This week's Weekly Hustle actually comes from something that um, CBiz said earlier from IT. And it says, well, what he told him, sorry, was you don't have to be the best. You just have to be the first. Thanks for tuning in to According to Fox. Peace out, y'all.